The Back Row Extra. Oh, it's extra here. Don't worry, Chris. I'm just going to jump over top of you and introduce the podcast. I'm glad that you have because we've been doing this week's show prior to this podcast extra without the great A.H. Kaylee yes. and I've hit the wall. So have I'm glad you? that you've uh, taken the lead and filled in that dead airspace. But we do have a third person joining us. Oh, the amazing, great Steve Mascord. Oh, I thought extra was something if you got bad breath. That's <laughs> it is. It yeah. Actually, in this case, it is. This yeah. is this is to cleanse the palate of the show that everyone's just had to watch midweek. <laughs> they, they could sponsor us extra. It's a tremendous chew. I would chew. love that. Yeah. <laughs> tremendous. Good. And we're all just chewing gum on live radio. Yeah. But it gets everywhere. <laughs> Where do you put it when you finished it? Swallow it. Okay. Don't S- you? Seven S- years in your guts. So is that Steve, a myth? <laughs> Steve, you probably worked out that this is a rugby league show, so of course we're going to talk about Australian Ninja Warrior. <laughs> Uh, we're, we're feeling a little bit empty this week because we were able to fill uh, the downtime on our show by watching Ninja Warrior on one yeah. of the monitors, but it's gone. Yeah. It's over. And the, the Australian public has apparently been somewhat let down. Despite the continuous publicity that only seven people have conquered the course internationally in 20 years. Ever. When they fail to have an Australian actually get to the Mount Moriama or whatever it was called. Midori Army. Midori Army, as I said, that's like a cocktail that you get down at Northies. <laughs> Australians felt shocked and disappointed. But isn't this the modern way of sport? Everybody gets a participation ribbon, but no one actually gets a medal. How do you feel right. about this, Steve? I don't know a thing about Ninja Warrior. Oh, come keep, on. Keep I've never heard of it. No, no, no. I don't watch it. Like, I don't really watch Like, I know you can't like be on FM radio and say you don't watch television, but I'm on FM radio and I don't watch television. So, <laughs> Bo Ryan was like, on it. No, no, I know Bo Ryan was on it. But, but like, and every time I can't, uh, like, you know, I go back to England and come back here you've you've invented something that makes me feel less Australian and this is and this Ninja Warrior is the latest thing that makes me feel less Australian because everyone is talking about it and I don't know what it is one year I came back and you invented something called a Shannon Knoll I had no idea what that was either um, it's one of our greatest I, achievements I think but I don't, working and, our board now yeah yeah so I don't, I don't know and like like I can't say that I watch sort of uh, you know Top Gear or any of that or Coast either so I don't watch the sort of shows in England either but I don't understand it has the word Australian in the title yes I know why would wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Australian Ninja Warrior. But I know what you're saying, Chris. It, it, the Ninja Warrior is a weird one because the real winner on the day is the obstacle course. That's really what they're selling. As in, do, you know, what was it? Only can seven you order people? it at the end of the program? Can the, you order the obstacle course? Be you can get a cut-down version like for a your miniature, backyard. Yeah, 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 like yeah. a demountable Irish yeah. pub. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids, kids all around <laughs> Australia getting hurt <laughs> like a on their own take-home Ninja Warrior it's course. Like a bouncing <laughs> castle, but it's got obstacles. I wouldn't mind that <laughs> in the backyard for the year five birthday or something. Yeah, bouncing not included. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who performed best on the final night was um, fighting Fred Dorrington. Not Donington. Have you ever been to the Donington? Uh, it was a bit before my time, and it's one of my great regrets in life, actually. Right. But now it's download All right. um, so I, I would uh, I would like to go sometime so did, did he get to the last bit which is just the rope climb the, the final stage is just climbing up a big rope yeah did, I don't think he got there not he didn't even get to the final round no 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 he didn't get to the final but he got oh. the furthest of anybody but he got a little bit of a break because his foot dabbled in the water well that's a disqualification but, but it turns out it was just the safety mat and he hadn't touched the water so he was able to resume the course with the oh. advantage of having a bit of a bit of a did rest they give him oh, a rub I've got down a question about Australian Ninja Warrior because I noticed like if you if you watch NRL coverage or listen to NRL coverage, there's lots of tradie ads, like tradie dating apps Correct. and stuff right. like that. So I'm wondering, what do the ads during Australian Ninja Warrior say about the audience? Can you remember any of the ads? Oh, that's a good question. I just fast forward them on the IQ. Oh. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't really pay attention to ads anymore. I don't know. I guess, I guess it's like uh, I cars, think cars, mm. a lot of car ads. A lot of those muscle... Bundy, Bundaberg rum. A lot, yeah. lot of ads for rock climbing and a lot of <laughs> muscle powder ads, I think. A lot of canoeing ads, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of going down rapids. Because I would have thought if you the ads were like t- deliberately 
appeal to Australian ninjas, that would be a very limited market. Well, <laughs> it was surprising. It was a real. It was a really f- very much a family affair because you'd have the whole family there on the sideline supporting the contestant, going, "Breathe, Julian, breathe." <laughs> you can seemed, do it. But, but also, like often they're selling things that you couldn't possibly consume if you were actually on the show, like KFC or, yeah, or you know true, something like that. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's stuff not that that nothing can... against KFC, but I'm guessing. But the night before you're going to be on, you know, Ninja Warrior, you probably wouldn't be able to have any. No, no, you'd, you'd probably chow down afterwards after once you're stuffed up in the first leg. But I, I think that's to do with the people that are sitting at home and can never do what those fit people from Bondi can do. So they just give up. They just so give they, up. They, they it's not aspirational at all, Australian no. oh, That's not a bad idea, Steve. <laughs> An ad that's like, look, you'll never do this. So here's some food for yeah, you. It's like those ads for the World Cup that say, you've never heard of me. Have you ever heard of a sporting tournament that actually advertises based on the fact that the people in it are Neville's? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it goes, you've never heard of me. That's how they try to sell tickets. Yeah. And, and then when Fred was resetting and he was uh, reattaching the co- reattacking the court, you got an absolute commentary classic from Rebecca Madden who said, so he's right said Fred and got on with oh, the course again. no. She'd be waiting to do that for weeks. It, it also had Freddie Flintoff's rather unhealthy obsession with what was in Jack Wilson's budgely smugglers, but that's another discussion. <laughs> so, Rose, now what's happening? What do we watch reality-wise now that Ninja Warriors Isn't that a good gone? name for a punk band, Budgie Smugglers? Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's not bad. The Tony Abbott and the Budgie Smugglers. Hello, we are the Budgie Smugglers. <laughs> Two, three, four. Uh, so, so, okay, now that Ninja Warrior is gone, it was only a four-week thing, and it's really changed a lot of people's views on television and like you said here in the station when we're trying to do radio it's the best show to have on because you don't need context you don't need commentary you're just watching someone try and get over an obstacle course Survivor's on right now Survivor has started and I'm already bored they're all just standing you know, around like the in beach normal, in normal organised sports people are obsessed with commentators oh, they go that guy's good I like that guy I, don't, yeah. I like Warren Smith you know I don't like that guy I don't have speed I like yeah. yep. but these guys does anyone pay any attention to the commentary no that was, that's been the outrage so far is that the commentators for this season were not that great and we wanted someone like Roy and HG or Dan Ganane to take how, it over. How spectacular does something have to be before people tune out the comment, com- commentators? Um, like like, like if worlds collided, would people go, I didn't like the commentary? Oh, you know those I mean? worlds like, have collided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Gravity's making a mess of everything. Yeah, I know. It's like, how spectacular does something have to be before who cares? Two worlds collide and then they play a KFC ad. If, yeah. if worlds yeah, yeah. collided. We'll go, we're going up, we're going to the bunker. If worlds so collided, I'm watching Sandra Sully cover it. That's just <laughs> She's, she's a reliable yeah, she's good. authority voice. She's good. So you've been listening to three non-Ninja Warriors, Steve Mascord, Andrew Rose, Chris Gale. We are the Back Row. See you later. You. You've been listening to the Back Row Catch-Up. Hear it live on Triple M Sydney, Sunday night, right after the footy.